Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and try to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Um, I know I constantly need to vent or bounce ideas off somebody or just be heard. You guys need to check out BetterHelp Therapy is, I think, great for everybody personally. Um, If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash too judgy today and you can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash too judgy. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. It's Courtney from LA. And as you guys probably know, this is Mary's wedding week. We gave her the week off, figured maybe she had other things to do. Not that this isn't important, but you know. But anyways, exciting news because with Mary gone, we have a returning guest. And I've got to be honest, this is one of my favorite guests that we've ever had it's my mom, you guys. Welcome back, mom. Thanks, Courtney. Glad to be back. Remember, it's D from HB. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> God, it's been so long. How dare I? Should we start over? <laughs> Just no, kidding. I think we're good. Well, welcome back. How have you been? It's been a while. I'm fine. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm so glad to be back. But first, let me say, Mary, I hope you have a great wedding. Congrats. I mean, no, it's going to be a beautiful day. I know. Very exciting. I'm headed up there by the time most of you like listen to this on Thursday, I'll be up there. We're getting ready for the wedding festivities. It's going to be the best time. And you know, she's going to be a beautiful bride. I will, I will post as much as I'm willingly allowed to post, you know, it's her day. So I don't want to share any photos prior to her being able to share anything. So, but we'll check in, we'll check in and we'll, we'll see where it's going. You know, you know, it's going to be a party and we'll have an update next week when Mary is back from all the fun. Um, but mom, what have you been up to lately? I mean, guys, I don't want to like give her this title, but 
She's been a pickleball queen these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the people that got into the game. I love it. You've been playing for like, you took it up, what, maybe like a couple of months ago? I and have, you're playing yeah. like almost every day? It was every single day until Sunday. <laughs> No. <laughs> now, she does need to clarify that this isn't a pickleball injury. It was a previous injury that happened to take place during a pickleball match. Yes, and it was a bad injury. I dislocated my shoulder, and I was down, and it ended up with an ambulance <laughs> and a hospital stay. And But I'll be back out there. And you guys, I was cracking up because this isn't... I mean, it's funny now because, you know, everything's okay, right? But, like, I was, I was on the beach. And as you know, with our dog, Barb, like, I had Barb in a carriage. I was, like, down at the beach. I was running and I get a call. And I'm like, hi, what's up? Like, in, in a run. I've already denied, like, two random phone calls that had come through. And then she's like, Courtney, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> and I need you to come to the club. I'm down. I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? I'm also, like not a fast runner so i'm like okay i'm not even by like where you are okay i'll figure it out so i start sprinting and i'm like i don't think i can make the sprint and then she calls me so i'm like you know i'm running i'm walking i'm jogging i'm trying to get there as fast as i can and i get another call the paramedics are coming i'm like oh shit <laughs> i've never sprinted faster i'm like well i guess that's one way to get there but then you guys i meet her at the er and she's already been taken back and the lady goes oh you're her daughter i heard she made the point so I did. I, had, I was having a great game. It was like the best game I ever had. And I went for this shot and I got it. I was just so excited in my head that I got the shot and I couldn't wait to tell everyone. And I hit it and boom, I'm down. Like my shoulder's out. I'm in like so much pain. It's not funny. Oh, you poor but, thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'll be back. You, I'm, I'm going to rehab back. for a week now. I can't do anything, but come, I think Sunday or Monday, I'm going to try it a little. I mean, Get this, a brace was, and- this was the perfect week for it to happen if it was going to happen. By the way, too, like an NFL star, as they took her off the court in the stretcher, she gave a thumbs up to the rest of the courts, like, and they're like, yeah, Donna. It was a scene. And Courtney's following me with the dog in the pink carriage. So, I mean, it was a scene. Definitely a scene. They know who we are. Yeah, welcome to Huntington Beach, right? Too funny. But it was a perfect week in general because usually you don't like get to, I'm like, you got to, mom, if you're going to come on the podcast, you got to watch some shows. So we're not talking about everything. I couldn't force her to watch everything and have a full understanding. And not that she has a full understanding of what I've had her watch, but (laughs) we're avid watchers of Sister Wives. We are like a separate but together where I'm like, hey, press play. Let's start watching it. We'll watch it from like both of our houses. And then I felt like because Salt Lake had just started up that it was a good time to get her involved. Now, I only started her at season four, episode one. So she's got the players. She knows a little bit of the game, not like complete back. I did not even start on the Jen Shav at all, you guys, because we don't have the time for that. She's down, but she's not down that long. But so, I met seven new friends. So yeah, so well, <laughs> so we're gonna talk a little bit of sister wives. We'll talk about um, the past couple of episodes of Salt Lake, and then when Mary's back next week, we'll kind of probably get back towards our um, you know originally scheduled program. If you guys haven't yet, too, we recap the. Uh, premiere of Southern Charm and that was last week and guys I, as I said on that pod I hate to say it but they're back the shows are back we're living it we're loving it we're doing it so now mom I want to I'm going to walk you through some of the news that's kind of happened in the past week or two because yeah tell me about it this this is right in our this is right in our backyard right now Shannon Bador Storms the Real Housewives of Orange County oh. DUI this week oh did you see that 
I, I read about that. Yeah. I read about it. So Shannon, I believe, so John Jansen, which John Jansen is toxic. We need to get rid of him. He's got to get out of here. It looks like, you know, on Saturday night, she was leaving his house. There was potential fighting happen. She clipped a house. There are these small alleyways. I believe he's like in the peninsula area of like Balboa Mm -hmm. in Newport. Mm -hmm. Clipped a house. Had had Archie, her dog. Now, Archie is maybe right now the most beloved pet friend of any of the housewives. And Shannon is in a sling now. Similar to you. (laughs) Except, thankfully, yours was pickleball and not anything, you know, alcohol-inducing. But she's in a sling. Where's Archie? Where's Archie? And that's that's pretty upsetting. Uh, and you know, I just saw too um, while we were preparing for this is that Bravo and Cocktails like posted this um, TikTok of basically someone going back to the previous seasons of when another housewife got a DUI and Shannon saying like this day and age it's ridiculous to get that. That's what I was just thinking in my head. Like Uber, yeah, why? Uber. Why do that? Now people are saying she's moved closer to John, so she's like a two minute drive. But you know what that tells me? You're a ten minute walk. Yeah, yeah. She you made know. A- Poor judgment. Poor judgment. Poor judgment. Poor judgment. She's lucky that all she is is in a sling. Exactly. No one got hurt. Yeah. And no one else got hurt. I'm curious, like, what? Now, on your end, because I know you're not, like, you know, an avid OC watcher, because this is your life, basically. But, like, what are your thoughts on how she rehabs her image here? Does she go to rehab? Counseling? Does she go sober? Like, what's... You know, I don't know enough about her to know if she has this big she does. drinking history. No, yeah, she well, does. Well, she does, and I'd say rehab, and mm-hmm. I would cut it back. It sounds yeah. like there's an issue. The nice thing is, is when Gina, who she's kind of been feuding with this season, when Gina got a DUI, Shannon says she saved her kids from going to CPS, or CPS being called. She gave Gina a phone number for a lawyer, so she already has that lawyer on speed dial. Oh. So we'll see. I just it's disappointing because... Guys, I have a problem here. I keep, I think I'm like gaslighting people. I said Tom Sandoval was hot. Scandoval happened. I've been claiming how Shannon is like my number one housewife, like especially this season, like the ups and the downs. And then she does this. Where Mary is a witch, I think if anything bad's going to happen, if I'm liking them, that should be a worry to everyone in the audience right now. <laughs> I'm worried about that. Okay. Also, um, the Roni reunion. Now, you haven't been watching the new Real Housewives of New York, but the reunion is happening, and I'm very happy about how this chair outcome happened. So, you know, when you watch the reunions, usually whoever's in the first chair is kind of the one that's the strongest of the season, then, it, you know, it goes. And my girl, Jessel, which, you guys, now I'm worried because, again, I said I like Shannon and Sandoval and the whole thing, and I've been raving about Jessel. I was saying it from the beginning, and I, now people are finally getting on. She's first chair. She's next to Andy. We've got Jessel, Bryn, and Uba on one couch. Then we've got Aaron, Jenna, and Cy on the other. And I have a feeling that Cy wanted to have a little bit higher of a placement. That's the Roni reunion. We also had, uh, I believe, the Real Housewives. I don't think we talked about this. I'm sorry if we have. It's been been a a couple of weeks since we've been back here. But Tamara in the first chair, which is surprising to me. I thought Shannon for sure would. It's kind of, you know, it is crazy that this happened with Shannon and the reunion was filmed two weeks ago. Um, But that was interesting to me, too, with Shannon being second chair to Tamara. So we have Tamara, Shannon, Emily, and Taylor on one side. And then we have Heather, Gina, and Jen on the other side, which is interesting that Gina and Emily aren't together. And I know I feel like I'm probably speaking German to you right now, and you're just saying, okay, sure. 
Yes. <laughs> but I feel like these are things that we have to talk about of what's happening. Yeah. And now I told you too, I told you about, so I had mentioned about a summer house couple that broke up. Aww. They were going to get married in November, Lindsay Hubbard and Carl Radke. So over our little hiatus, Lindsay finally released a statement because what happened was the rumors Carl did this on camera and then he, it was leaked out from a guest because they had a destination wedding and he basically did the breakup two days after people could get refunded. Oh, yeah, because it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's not great. Oh, it's not great. I feel so bad for the girl. So so, anyways, he sends out an email finally, and he makes it seem as if it's from them together. Oh, but it's not. It's clearly just coming from Carl because I think Lindsay's also probably like, if you're breaking this off, you get to clean up the mess. You know, like why should she? She was like, and good on her too because she's also rumored to be on the new seasons of traders so she's gonna get her cash and get her bag however she needs to but i thought i would read the statement of what she put out there yeah she she also works in pr she worked in pr she had her own pr company so she said i would like to start by saying thank you for allowing me the space and time to process my emotions heal and grieve the loss of not only my relationship but my friendship with someone i considered my best friend for eight years The last two weeks have been the most heartbreaking and emotional weeks of my life. My entire life and future was ripped out from underneath me, and I've had a hard time making sense of it all, with no answers or closure on why. I feel humiliated by how it all went down and simultaneously heartbroken that it happened in the first place. My trust has been betrayed, and coming to terms with that has been difficult for me. This was not my decision, and I do not agree with quitting a relationship at this level without trying everything possible first. I have spent the last couple of weeks finding my own closure and peace. I am forever grateful to my best friends who have not left my side and have been picking up the pieces of my heart and life every day from the fallout. I am still grieving and trying to process all that has happened, but I felt it was important to update you all. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for the love and support from my friends, family, castmates, and all of you for carrying me through. Lindsay. Oh, you're like in tears over there. That is so sweet. Well, I feel bad for her. You I know, that's just... I, I can I can feel for her, I but know. she she worded it very well, and I know she's going to have a wonderful life, and she's going to meet someone else, and it's going to even be better. And this wasn't supposed to happen, um, yeah. so you know. But she's got to go through this little bump in the road, bump in the road, and it hurts. It's a heartbreak. Yeah, I guess like you've said these things too. Is like these things are better to happen now before kids yeah. are involved, yeah. the mar- even the marriage license. But just to be on a national stage, I feel so awful yeah, for the whole just, thing. Just not right. And not only that too is like her season doesn't even air winter or summer house. You like this whole summer, right? It's a summer. Mm-hmm. It's summer house. So based on their summer of a share house in the Hamptons, they don't usually air it until like February. So not only is she, like, going to have to deal with this and grieve. First off, I'm also wondering, like, we've kind of said, like, what do all these people do? Now, they can get refunded for the trip. They they seem to have been able to work that out. But, like, do people still go? Because they've taken this time off. They paid for flights. Like, I doubt, like, while the hotel might refund them, can they get refunded on their flights? Is it, like, let's just go have a party and celebrate Lindsay? Or, like, what is... And then she has to relive it all when the season airs. So Hopefully by then she have she she will be moved on and uh, she can watch it with her new significant other or by herself if she's strong enough. Yeah, I and mean she realizes she she just dodged a bullet. 
Yeah, that's all. I hope when she wa- when she watch- watches it back that she can see. You know, I know that there's two sides to every story, and everyone's a player and everything. But like, maybe she'll it'll open her eyes of like, okay, that this was the path that we were on, and maybe I didn't see it, and now I'm better for it. I hope so. I hope so. My best. Yeah, but so also, so Summer House has a spinoff which is called Winter House, and Winter House is kind of like a an all stars of bravo and it's not housewives housewives has like ultimate girls trip and that's like the all-star seasons that they go away for like a week or two winter house is for like the quote-unquote younger cast even though there's some castmates that are similar ages to housewives it's kind of like the more quote-unquote young crowds that was also announced and this trailer looks delicious Mm. we've got so many people that are in it. We've got below deck people like Alex. We've got Katie. We've got Malia. We've got Jason Cameron, who I think they just needed somebody to cook for, for the house because that's all he seems to do because he's not very much featured in the trailer. We've got Kyle. We've got Corey. We've got some random new blonde girl named Casey. We've got Amanda. We've got Jordan from Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. We have Brian Benny from family karma who we love we've got danielle and we've got tom schwartz and then there's people that keep coming in here and there and this is happening in colorado this looks amazing i'm excited for it i would suggest i'm gonna say no for you no no i'm gonna say no for you i'm gonna say the housewives are your franchise and i think that we just stick with that we just dip dip your toe into that a little bit okay that sounds good but let's talk about something maybe that like you want to talk about because that's kind of like the big things that happen in the bravo sphere but like Let's let's go over to TLC. Let's talk a little Sister Wives. Sister Wives. Been a, around for a while. I mean, I think we're on, what, season 20 or 21. And it's like, we're still in 2021. We're at the Christmas season of 2021. Maybe this last episode, we're finally in January of 2022. But what are you thinking about this season so far? Um, that I've, I've heard it, I've seen it, and I'm done with it. <laughs> I mean, no one likes Cody, and every time he gets on that camera, you you don't like him. Like, do you at think? All. Do you think that him and and what did you call Robin earlier today? Oh, the sobbing Robin. <laughs> She's always crying, and she always wants something different. I'm just, I just imagine my family us on the porch together with our kids and grandkids, like. No, you didn't. No, I was going to say, you got them all to yourself, honey. You're happy. You signed up for a plural <laughs> marriage, want monogamy, and you got it. You got it. You got what you wanted. Now, do you think that Cody and Robin watch the show? Oh, probably. Cody, definitely. He's got an ego. He do wants you, to see it. Do you think he thinks he comes off well? Yeah, yeah you would think that. <laughs> I think he he wants to be on the show, and he knows he has to be interesting, so maybe he just thinks that's that's who his TV persona is, and that's not really him. But that makes us want to watch, which it kind of doesn't. <laughs> and you know what's so weird is, I mean, they have, what, these 13 kids? At Focus least. on the children. They've got more of a dynamic life than you guys. You guys blew it. You had a good life. We thought it was kind of fun, but now you're telling us... It's oh, never been it's good. It's never been good. <laughs> like, you know, in Plural Las family Vegas was, was a worst. disaster. When you lived together, they hated it. Everyone hated Mary. No one wants to talk to poor Mary. Poor Mary. She's like on an island. By, she's like, oh, I, can't, I don't know about telling Robin I'm moving to the, like, I'm going to move to the B&B. And they're like, they don't want you. I know. Right? Like, when she got rid of Christine, she's like, okay, now it's just me and Mary versus Janelle. Janelle's gone, too. She doesn't need Mary. You can't even host Christmas Eve at your house. It's your house. I know it. I feel so... I've, What's her deal? Well, I think the whole thing is they have very strong religious beliefs. But do they I anymore? think they do. I, I don't even think, think they, they do. go to church anymore. 
Well, just because they don't go to church doesn't mean that they they don't have beliefs. Sure. So I, I think that they I think that they have very strong religious beliefs, and they feel like they got married forever. And I think that's Mary's hanging on from that perspective. That's her family. She had one child, but in this family, she has thirteen. Right. But it doesn't seem like they. No but nobody, nobody other, even but. told Mary that Isabel McKelty and Truly <laughs> went over to Cody's house for Christmas. She's like, they did? And then Robin's like, I had no idea, even though I had leftover gifts for my kids so that they could open something too. <laughs> and I'm like, Mary, or Mary, uh, Robin's house, I'm like, I think Robin's a hoarder. You do? Oh, I want, why are we always filming outside? <laughs> that's interesting we're always filming outside or is it like a covid protocol and they didn't follow things so they're only filming outside like we're always filming outside with them yeah well none of them seem to be great housekeepers to be honest if anyone's a good housekeeper it's probably mary because it's just one yeah she always has she always had a nice house so probably mary the, the others have so many children that they're just trying to calm find calmness in yeah the chaos. yeah but it's it's um i think it's a train wreck <laughs> Well, I also wonder, too, if they're kind of like, I notice in the reunions when we watch the reunions, because of course, why would we skip a reunion? (laughs) They seem to go very soft on Cody in the reunion, which I think somehow like brings him back. But I also think they're all signed on because they need the money. Yeah. Yeah. But like what? Like, okay. But there's nothing to the show anymore. You don't see... Like any activities or interaction is all just talking heads and yeah. explaining what should happen, what used to happen, and what could happen. <laughs> but it's like, okay, but what's happening is you, none of you want to get together. You don't even like each other. And not only that, there it's like 2023 and we're reflecting on something from a year and a half I ago. Know, it's so, so it's like weird. even when, um, what's the youngest daughter from Robin? Is it Ari? The little girl, anyway, that has a pacifier at six still for Christmas. (laughs) But even then, she's like, they did like a talking head of her like now. And it's like, you know, kids obviously, they go like, they grow like exponentially. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, oh, it's, oh, it's because we're talking from two years ago. Like it's too, like speed it up. And we're sick of talking about COVID. Oh my God. I don't, it's like over it. But I'm also like, okay, but what did you think about that fight from a couple of weeks ago with Janelle and Cody? Oh, Janelle lost it. She was, she's done with it. She, I mean, her saying to F off. Yeah. She said it a couple of times. Yeah. I, she said it that time. And then the, one time when they're all outside. Outside. <laughs> yep. Yep. She told them the same, the same thing. I think she is so. She's done. You know why? Because she's so, um, I think she's a very smart woman. She probably did the finances for that family all yeah, the all the years she was probably it, but Cody was of course head of the family, right? So she had to give it over to him. But so I think she's just she's just done with it. I was crushed when she did like uh, she recorded a, an interview on her phone or whatever, and she had said, you know, like I have nothing. Like all the money basically went into Robin's paid for house. Like we've paid off Coy- they've paid off Coyote Pass now, but like she's not going to build on that. Like she's not going to get her money. Like that land is gone. I don't think they paid it off. Oh, really? Oh, I thought that they... No. Oh. Because she can't Well, build. have they paid it off in 2023? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. But they can build. Once they pay it off, she could build her house. With what money? Yeah, I don't know. Well, she could. She could, probably has a job that she could get a loan. Yeah. Because she just wants a small... I think it was like a 1,400 square foot home is what she wants. I like that you know the details of the square feet. <laughs> Well, she had the plan. I felt, yeah, I felt bad. I think that she was in it, and I think she does love Cody. And I think, again, she has very strong religious beliefs, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to um, 
you know, separate from the father of her children or di- yeah. divorce the father of her children. Well, yeah, she made a, she made an interesting point this week that she said, like, in this, like, you don't divorce. Like, some people might, like, want to leave or whatever, but it's not a divorce, right? Yeah. And I started thinking. Then I went a little too deep. And I was like, okay, remember when Robin said, well, you're not technically divorced from in a plural marriage until you, like, sleep with another guy. Uh-huh. Or you're not technically divorced, whatever. And then I thought, Robin's a div- Robin's a divorcee. Like she keeps pretending like she has no idea how a marriage could end. She's literally divorced from the father of her three children. Like oh, true. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, like, did she sleep with Cody before the wedding? And then I was like, I don't want to think about no, them doing anything dirty no. because because at the time Christine was pregnant. Oh yeah, and he left. Remember, like she like gave birth and he left to go on like a honeymoon. Like Christine has been through it. I'm loving that she's engaged. She's like going to be married. Like she watching every scene. She's my like the giggle for me of when I watch the show because Rob would be like, I just don't know how. And she's like, you don't know how. I mean, hello. <laughs> and even when she said like, I don't trust her. That's why I didn't want her to be my friend. And even if she wanted me to be her friend, I wouldn't. So I love it. So what do you think? How, I mean, like what's the next phase for this? Like I assume that we'll basically kind of see Janelle. It looks like next episode we're going to see her leave. Yeah, I you know, with Janelle, I think it her position is does it really matter? He doesn't come around whether I'm married to him, not married with him, separated, divorced. He doesn't come around and I'm I don't need it. I'm fine. Well, she seems to still be in Flagstaff because Savannah. But I'm wondering I think she likes it there though, too. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's she made it kind of seem too like when Christine was like come move into yeah. the house next door and it was like well she's here for Savannah and then I just felt so bad for Savannah because Cody brings the other three kids over for Christmas and just because he's pissed at Janelle That's he's so not going to invite like and he's like the phone works both ways it's like you're the parent I know it I used to you know I really liked Cody before always liked Cody I thought he was a great father I thought I don't know how he does it but he seemed to have time for all the kids and like all the season kids season one to two. <laughs> no, there was many seasons. And the kids really liked him. It was really up until the last few seasons, COVID, COVID and beyond, that um, you saw the true him, I guess, or the new him. I shouldn't say the true him. I don't know him enough to see which side is really him, but <laughs> I knew him. But it, yeah, it's sad. It's sad that the kids, yeah, all the kids are like, no. You know, and as the boys get older, they're protective of their moms. Mm-hmm. And then they, they see it. Well, the whole thing when, like, Robin's like, oh, it's like, I don't want the boys to come over because they're going to start a fight with Cody. And I'm like, those boys are all so smart to know not to do anything. Like, they would not disrupt. Like, right. she's just like, Robin is just the perpetual victim. Yeah. Yeah. You're and right. it's too much. I will say, I do think her eyebrows are getting better. Uh, There's be- your opinion. I, I didn't say good. <laughs> I just meant they're getting better and that they're less sperm-shaped this season. <laughs> But it's just, you know, I I feel, too, that this week uh, Mary finally is, like, showing the cracks of, like, Robin. Like, when Robin's like, I once counted for one month the amount of times that Cody was at my house, and it was less. It weirdly coincided with the test that Cody was doing to see if he spent time with Christine more if she would like it. Like, <laughs> would I like it if my husband spent time with me? Janelle might not. <laughs> Um, I mean, what do you think, like, where where do we go from here? Will we get renewed? 
do we have to take a different lease on life here for Sister Wives? No, I think the show's wrapping up, unless they focus on the children. Because I think that, that this, there's a lot of dynamics there, mm-hmm. like what kids are talking to them, how the kids are probably I are want in on that group text. Monogamy. Yeah, that group chat from Christmas. I'm yeah. Like, I would love to those see are that. The, those are the interesting I pay like $5 to see that group chat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think that, that that's more the focus, but the wives, they're done. They're moving on. Yeah. And they should, and Mary needs to move on. And again, maybe they don't completely move on because they want a paycheck. And so that they you know, kind of hanging in so they can still have this show, which obviously I with mean, all these homes, they need some money somewhere. I mean, how many seasons have we gotten, though, where the beginning like credits is like, like bad music? <laughs> like it's always like, and then we watch like a ring drop you know like he's lost another wife it's like it hasn't been happy on that show for years and yeah every sunday i'm like did you see sister watch this recorded i'm like and we get like the east coast feed too so i'm like it's already in there like fire up that dvr let's go so i love funny. it that's funny um anything else about sister wives is there any other shows that you're watching that you want to recommend I know, you know, often I turn on, we have, I have a sh- the cable streaming, so I have it at our different houses. It's totally legal. Um, but I either, if I turn it on, there's a lot of Law and Order that pops up <laughs> and a lot of ID network. Because <laughs> that's just nothing to me. That's think, your housewives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laura and Otter, you know, they have some great episodes. If I'm if I'm not doing anything and I don't want to tax my mind, I'll throw something like that on. Okay. And it's kind of interesting. Anything? Oh, we have to talk about Only Murders in the Building. Oh, that's been... That's... Okay. So during COVID, I believe the first season aired and you and I watched that. Yes. And then we never got on. And so if you guys... We're, we haven't watched this week's episode yet. You haven't watched it yet, no. have you? Uh-huh. No. So we haven't watched this week's, but we're both caught up to up to last week. But we decided like a, a month or so ago to like start watching it again. And we caught up on season two. And now we're deep into season three and we're like... We're live with it now, but... We were like cracking up because we've been like, why, what is Selena Gomez wearing? And we haven't like enjoyed her fashions. And then you go online and they and love they're it. They're raving. Yeah. <laughs> She's just into the sweaters and they always hit her wrong, I think. I mean, Selena Gomez, I think, is a beautiful girl. Gorge, great bod. Yeah. And then she, they, they frump her up a little in these sweaters. But when you read the articles, the articles like, oh, the most beautiful, wonderful sweaters in the world. And, I was like, geez, I just don't well, see Well, then it. you read into it a little bit more, too, and you sent this article that you were basically saying there's, like, so much caveated within the clothing, right? Like, she's protecting herself yeah, by wearing yeah. these things. And I said, I think they put her in maybe not such, like, form-fitting or, like, revealing things because she's, like, working with these greats of Martin Short and Steve Martin and, like, why, she doesn't need to dress a certain way to, like, prove who she is when she's just, you know, as equal of a star on the show as the two of them. Oh, true. But they're just like, I thought that they were boxy sweaters and she had like three or four She's great the coats, same. though. Great coats, bad sweaters. Oh, the coats. Are, everyone has great coats on great that coats, show. Great coats, yeah. Absolutely great coats on the show. And I've been just loving, like, there was, I've always said, like, I feel like my attention span is so short. So if I miss a week on a show, I'm like, well, I guess I'm done with that show because it didn't capture my attention fast enough. But ever, when we started watching this again, I was like, this show is really good. It's really good. I've really been enjoying it. Yeah. I think what's neat about it is just for all ages. Yeah. You know, you got Selena's fans, and then you have Steve Martin's fans, which are probably like 40 years apart. Yeah. And all in between, too. Yeah. 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 So it's 
It's cute. Yeah. And then now they're bringing all the New York personalities on the show. You guys, if you haven't watched up till when Matthew Broderick comes on this show, I was like, crap. There's a, like a fun guest star, like famous yeah. first, like Meryl Streep is in this season playing a bad actress, <laughs> which is like hilarious with Meryl Streep. But yeah, we've been Paul loving Rudd. Paul Rudd. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they, they've done a good job. Yeah. They've done a good job. Yeah. Um, and before we go on a little break, did you see that like NSYNC reunited? I did. <laughs> Does that bring memories back of like when you'd have to like take me to NSYNC yes, shows and like these yes. concerts and like the obsession I had of like coming home and be like, I have to turn TRL on. <laughs> I thought they were going to sing. I know. But no. Something, well, Justin's announced a tour and it's like, we don't want that. We want the NSYNC tour. Okay. They said they were open for it. They just did a photo op and they said, fans, start asking. We have been. Joey said, Joey said it. <laughs> Joey, well, because you also just saw my big fat Greek wedding. Yes, I did. He was in it. He was in it. Yep. He did a good job. And I think that's actually a perfect segue for us to take a quick little break and then we'll come back and talk about Salt Lake City. And did you know Angie was Greek? (laughs) I found that out. Yeah, we'll be right back. Over and over. We'll be right back. The weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I recently updated my wardrobe and I hate spending a fortune on that kind of stuff, especially like summer clothes because I feel like they like get a lot of wear and tear. Um, But I have been using Quince for over a year now and they have such timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Um, They have this European linen. I have their white button downs. They have dresses. They have blouses, shorts, and they're starting at $30. Also, they have these cute um, washable silk tanks. Everything they have is timeless. They even have 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part is Quince's items are priced 50 to 80% off less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories and Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Um, Courtney and I are simply both obsessed. You guys have to go to their website. You can you can literally update your entire wardrobe for the summer at a very affordable price and really high quality stuff. All their linen is fantastic. I even throw it in the dryer. Um, it just wears super well. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash judgy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash judgy. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is, um, a Sydney-inspired North Bondi scent. Um, It has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil 
I am obsessed with whey. Be frizz free and go to T H E O U A I dot com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T H E O U A I dot com, promo code TJG. Always getting 15% off. Check out whey. Investing can feel super intimidating and people don't know exactly where to start. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. And you really don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorn recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. I know I'm someone that is not a finance major and investing seemed really challenging. Like I didn't know where to start and Acorns has helped me so much. Head over to acorns.com slash judgy to download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to possibly promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash judgy. Investing involves risks, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisor LLC. Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Security, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes and all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, You know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, Are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hips workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. Underwear drawers are like the wild, wild west of wardrobes. There's no rhyme or reason to them. Anything goes. Um, You've got pairs from three birthdays and two Christmases ago, pairs from five different brands with five different fits. And when you open that drawer every morning, you have no idea what to expect. Now, I felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies and my other pairs have to all go because me undies is 
all I can reach for. I'm hooked. And honestly, I just feel off if I try to wear anything else. I love them because you can get your classic black. And then they also have like super fun, expressive prints. Um, I have these great shamrock ones, you know, when I'm feeling lucky. Plus they come in all sizes. They have extra small to 4XL guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. They also have really great loungewear. Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Um, go to their loungewear section. Super comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies. Um, they even have an activewear collection. It's super soft. Um, and it's just unmatched comfort. Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. Go to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash TJG. That's meundies.com slash TJG for 20% off plus free shipping. That's me undies comfort from the outside in. Okay, let's talk some Salt Lake City. So I want us to recap. We, Mary and I recapped the first episode. You and I, we had you watch the first episode, and then we watched the second and third. So I thought we could kind of like recap the second episode. We'll go into the third. But I want to get your initial, and guys, I know that the taglines came up on episode two, but Mary's obsessed with them and like loves them so much. And so I felt like we needed to wait until she comes back to go over them. I'm sorry. I mean, you probably didn't even hear them. You didn't even realize. So, <laughs> but so when Mary comes back, we'll go oh, over them. But, um, but I wanted to kind of go over all the women and get your like initial impressions of them okay. and then and then we'll go through the episodes but okay, okay so well, well first of all just to, to, to go into it yeah. I think they have some great coats too <laughs> their fashions they're it's it's very interesting because I think we don't get enough winter on some of these shows. So, right. you know, Beverly Hills, Orange County doesn't get cold here. Like, you know, New York is, we, I don't, I guess we kind of filmed in the winter, but we're not getting, we're getting a they lot don't, from We the, don't show their outerwear yeah, in the, New York as y- much. Yeah, Salt Lake City though, we're getting it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's all about coats great, and You were right. Great coats and great yeah. boots. Yeah. Okay. So give me first our baby gorgeous Lisa Barlow. Um, I like Lisa. She seems, she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was well accomplished. She had a very supportive husband. We love us some John Barlow. Yeah, so I she was probably one of my favorites. Good call. Yeah, we're, we're we stand Lisa Barlow in this household. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like now that. you also said too, Courtney. Who is who? Because they all look alike. They do. So Lisa. So like Lisa's, I'd say like doppelganger is Meredith. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me your thoughts on Meredith. Meredith is kind of an interesting person. Again, I just watched, you know, the first three episodes. Um, I thought she was kind of more like like a linebacker, the way she kind of walked and her there's talk. A scene, there's and, a scene in, in when she's walking past uh, Angie at the Trixie Motel and she's walking into Heather's room. And I said the same thing. Like, we had similar thoughts while we were watching this. I was like, wow, why is she walking like that? Yeah. I thought, <laughs> okay. You can tell, like, she's, like, she's probably one of the original OGs. Like, you can tell, like, she's planted there. Um, I'll tell you the OGs. So, Lisa, uh-huh. Whitney, Heather, um, Meredith. And then Mary was an original. She left for a season or so, and now she's back again as a oh. friend of. And then... Monica is brand new. Angie was a friend of last season that got promoted. Oh, okay. And I think that's everyone there. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Meredith, I'd say, 
Yeah, keep going with your thoughts on Meredith. That was it. I thought it was cute that she did a podcast with her with her husband. You know, I thought that was that was cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's kind of a little. Will you listen to it? I wouldn't. No. <laughs> I don't know what she's saying. Like, I don't know that she's a role model that I would want to know her opinion on relationships. Know. Yeah, I don't think so. But you know. but it's nice she's trying. Yeah, yeah. Now I think very much Meredith and her family are like the roses from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Why is that? There's something about the Marx family. Well, there's two folds. There's something about the Marx family where I'm like, they are aliens put on Earth and they are discovering things one thing at a time. Like her son, when she's like, couldn't you just like put on a surf suit and, you know, like wear that in Palm Springs? She's like, don't people surf there? She's like, it's the desert. <laughs> But, like, things like that, which then it's also funny because then I know we're not talking about Real Housewives of New York this week, but Jenna on New York and Anguilla was wearing a full, like, wetsuit. And Heather Dubrow did that on Orange County. So everything comes full circle. Now, I think they're aliens, but then Mary Cosby comes onto the scene. Hmm. And that is a strange, straight up, you could tell me she was an alien, and I'd say, they are among us. <laughs> Thoughts on Mary? I, you know, I didn't get a very good impression on Mary. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the, for the three episodes I saw, she was always, like, by herself. And- Which is weird, because if you know her, <laughs> you just think she's out and about in a social life, but she's a loner. <laughs> it's like, hmm, that's kind of what I saw. And if she said anything, it was never nice. She was kind of a little witchy. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, she didn't. Uh- you did like her boots, though. Uh, she had good fashion. Mm-hmm. She definitely had good fashion all mm-hmm. the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty woman, but God, her persona. Ugh. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Let's talk about Whitney, whose last name is actually Rose, like Shit's Creek Roses. So maybe that's, you know, part of it. But Whitney. Oh, she was cute, actually. I thought she she was really cute. Um, I thought she she stood up for herself well and was well-spoken. I, I liked her. Okay, you like uh, Whitney? Yeah. Okay, now Whitney's doppelganger cousin is Bad Weather Heather. <laughs> they call them Bad Weather. Oh, because they're, they're both former Mormons, right? Yep. Um, Heather's the espresso martini. Oh, God. She's, she, <laughs> she, she, now, she was, this past episode, she was cracking me up, and I was like, this is the Heather I really enjoy, not the ones <laughs> that we've seen previously, minus the, like, puking and possibly peeing herself but <laughs> but did you what do you think of her you know probably overall she's a really happy person and out there and gets gets everything going you know i just saw the three episodes mm-hmm. so um she was stirring it up a little bit but mm-hmm. yeah i think she was she's uh i have to be honest i'm a little worried about heather because i think she's always drinking she was she was in the episodes today. like i think when they were going on the flight and she had a dirty chai with coconut milk in it i think that there may have been some baileys or kalua in there too oh. based on nothing just a hunch that's why i'm whispering because <laughs> i don't want anyone to hear us okay let's move on to angie Angie. Angie K. There used to be an Angie H on the show. She's no longer on the show, but Angie K will still always be referred to as Angie K. The Greek. The Greek. Did you know? <laughs> Did you? She hasn't mentioned it only 600 times. I didn't like Angie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not to like, we're not talking about people's looks, but when her high school picture popped up, you said, who is that? <laughs> That's not the same person. And I said, no, it is. And you're like, oh. 
Yeah, but she lost me when she said her husband was number three. And if he sticks around long enough, maybe he'll move up. I was like, ooh. Is Angie, do you think she's like trying for a divorce or do you think she's like playing the like Bickerson's card? I I, I think she just thinks she's better. Like, Angie played her cards wrong so bad already in this season, yeah, I feel. Like something, yeah. yeah. I was like, ooh, yeah. not my favorite. And then I would not say like favorite. her doppelganger of the cast is like newbie Monica. Monica, she's interesting. Um, I'm half Portuguese myself. I hope that's the only commonality you can share. <laughs> I, th- I didn't, I thought she was good. What, mom? She fucked her brother-in-law. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I didn't like that part of it for 18 months. I, yeah, that was kind of worrisome. But other than that. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I don't like Monica. Well, I didn't like that aspect. And she wanted to tell us like she wanted several us times. To know. Like, you like birds, Heather? Well, I fucked my brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> I win. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like okay, you win the, these, like, uh, the best Olympics It's my brother, it's my husband's sister's husband. husband. Mm-hmm. She's like, like, and after 18 months, I felt guilty. Yeah. So then so I, I reported outed myself. Yeah, so I outed myself. <laughs> no, I told on myself because I felt so guilty. 18 months, that's a year and a half. <laughs> she could have been pregnant twice. Oh, God. I mean, I mean... But other than that one tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit about episode two because this is, you know, we've got the first episode where we're setting the scene where what everybody's up to and like what they're doing. And now episode two, we're already starting. We're already going into a cast trip. And this is the way to go, okay? I like that we're setting the scene and like, okay, we're going to fix a few issues here. You know, we've got Heather's fresh start party with the snowballs pre- previous episode. We're getting ready for these, uh, you know, to go to Palm Springs to the Trixie Motel, which is a great crossover for us because we were big Drag Race fans. Yeah. All-Star 2 winner. And then we started, like, looking up, like, where exactly is the Trixie Motel in Palm Springs? Because we like to go to Palm Springs. Yeah. I thought that was a cute little motel. Yeah. And then you're like, also, write down that restaurant because we need to go there, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to go there as well. So there Well, are- the food. We have to talk about the food. Go ahead. This is the first Housewife show that I've seen. The food is terrific. Every scene, they had, like, phenomenal food. And they they showed it. Yeah. You know, and then, then they showed the housewife eating it. I was like, wow, this is kind of different. Yeah. I mean, Beverly Hills, you won't catch them oh, eating. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. They kind of, they, you'll see them maybe ordering it. Yeah. It'll always be something small, but you never really see them like wolfing it down. This show's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Heather's ordering bread and butter. And you go, I have never seen a housewife order bread and butter. I yeah, love it. I, I couldn't even believe it. And espresso martinis. And, yeah. Yeah. And we'll get there. But okay, so... There, what do you think about Lisa and Meredith? So they you fighting, you know, they go for a walk in boots and metallic pants. Uh-huh. Um, Jack is going on a mission. So that seems to be kind of like Lisa's storyline there. What are your thoughts on that? Because Heather obviously is like an ex-Mormon, has some feelings about it. Should kids be involved in housewife storylines? Like if I'm a housewife and I bring up what my kid is doing, is another housewife allowed to comment on it? Well, I think that's just like general society. You, you have to be careful in what you say about someone else's children, mm-hmm. right? Um, and in that situation, it seemed like um, Jack was kind of saying he wanted to be a traditional Mormon and go through um, his mission, and he's different from his parents in the sense that they didn't embrace the religion like he's trying to embrace it. So it was kind of out there, and... Um, 
I think everyone recognizes maybe he's going on a different path than his parents did or, yeah. or, or are at at this point. So I think she should be careful. Yeah, it's not her her uh, role in life to uh, to judge. Uh, to, ironic on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, I think she should uh, tread very lightly in that area. I think and think she probably overstepped, of course. Yeah, I think Whitney not even though it's because what's kind of happened so when Jen Shaw who was the last housewife went to jail it, this is ridiculous when you say it out loud because these are real things that happen uh, when she went to jail there was like two sides right Heather and, and Meredith are kind of this alliance and then Lisa and Whitney were this alliance and then they're introducing other housewives and so then the other alliance were kind of like well we better make sure that we're okay here because you know we don't know where everybody's going to kind of lie in this and it's just I I'm, I think Heather's going to find herself in a lot of trouble. I don't think I wouldn't, I don't know that I would go up against Lisa, especially even though she has experience in this. It's like, you got to let, what do they say? As a parent, you probably know, like you can tell your kids not to do something, right? Or do something or whatever it is, but you know that they usually have to learn it on their own. That's true. Right. That's true. Um, then we have, you know, we, we have them talking about this too in the hot spring. And I just want to discuss because you go, who is getting in that hot spring? And not only that, then Heather's drinking the water. Oh, um, the popcorn. Buttered popcorn. The popcorn. Jelly beans can be that flavor, too. But they had to be. I don't understand the whole weather there because you see them. The, it's I bad know, weather. I, I know you, you've talked about the first episode, but the one with the snowball fight, they're all in the, these mm-hmm. darling, you know, bundled up coats. And then you turn to the guy that has all the snowballs, and he's in a, a, short, a, a short sleeve, you know, a little T-shirt. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I wonder what the weather is like out there. Yeah. <laughs> and then they come flying out to these hot springs in bathing suits, and then they're not cold. They're just like, you know, talking, yeah. and half of them are out of the water. I'm like thinking, what the heck? Like, like there's snow on the ground, but is it not hot? I know. I'm like, this is kind of strange. Yeah. I guess, you know, what you'll do to be on TV <laughs> and, look, and try to look good. I mean, I do have to commend the ladies because I don't think that I would be on a reality show in my bathing suit. I would be in the surf suit. <laughs> I would be head to toe. They all look good, though. Yeah. So we have Angie and her husband. And then we go, they meet with Whitney and Justin. So they have that for dinner. And you and I literally said the exact same thing. What did you say about Angie's husband? I said, he must be bald. Why is he wearing a hat in a restaurant? <laughs> And my nose literally said, is Angie's husband bald? Why is he wearing a hat in a restaurant? We're trying to figure it out. It's like they've got lunatic salon, right? They've got 10 salons. They've got a cosmetology school. Sounds like they're very successful. In, I mean, Angie's hair does look great. Oh, they all do. They all have fresh yeah, blowouts. Like do, their hair yeah. looks fantastic. You kept saying, like, how do they get it so straight? Yeah. No frizz, shine, long, beautiful. Which is also hilarious, you guys, because my mom has like a great head of hair. Like so many of you guys compliment me on my my hair and it's like I literally get it from her and like I feel like the grass is always greener right like they have like kind of like it's like flat in a sense and they probably like how do I get volume like your <laughs> hair you know it's the grass is always greener but like, you've true. got like gorgeous like volume that's just natural mm. okay people pe- people spend lots of time trying to get like that yeah. but I agree and I, I feel like me too I'm like with flat. the straightener just like <laughs> pulling it through like go as flat <laughs> as you can please um okay but so they have that dinner where be Basically, Whitney talks about a girl's trip that Angie is not invited on. Oh, yeah. Now, what is your take on this? Because it's like Angie's clearly a cast member. 
And it's like Heather and Meredith seem to be somehow icing her out. And in this episode, at least, we don't really know why they're mad at Angie K. Like, we know Heather's a little upset because of this Barbie scissoring co- comment that she made last last season. You go ahead. <laughs> so we know that we know that uh, <coughs> that Angie K is. You know, they're they're arguing because of that. So like maybe that's like why Heather like, but Heather. Also, I know we'll get into episode three, but basically in episode three lets us know, well, she doesn't like Angie because Angie didn't choose her over everybody else because they've known each other the longest. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. But Meredith, there doesn't seem to be an understanding of what's happening with Meredith and Angie and why she wouldn't invite Angie K onto this trip. I don't get the whole thing either because if she's a housewife, doesn't she have to invite her? Like, what exactly. Are the, what like, are the rules of engagement here? Like, And that's why it's like, then the problem is, is like, People usually when this sort of thing happens, the the audience goes one hundred percent in the way of the underdog, and we're like, we need Angie K on the trip. <laughs> like she's got to be there. You know, she's underdog. She's fighting her way up. But like, there's just something. Angie K is just so annoying. She is. She's so annoying. And I think maybe if she came in feeling more upset, like I wanted to be, like I wanted to be a part, but she came in like guns blazing. Yeah. Well, the way they did it, it was so stupid. I thought you know you just don't do that. Someone's hosting this. And, and then you come in early. You come in early with a guest. And then you have attitude. And then you pick the best rooms. Yeah. All that is just like so no, 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 no. But I need to know why they're icing her out so much. Because well, it's like if you're throwing it. Yeah. You don't get to say who can and can't come. I mean, Bethany in, in New York at one point, Bethany was hosting a trip. And she tried to cut out Ramona from it. And Ramona just goes, you don't have a say I'm coming. <laughs> Because she's like, not to break the fourth wall, but she's like, it's a group trip. I'm coming. Okay. I also thought it was interesting that they flew Southwest. Why? Just Southwest just doesn't see, there's no first class on that. Yeah, but it might they're be not easy. choosing their seats on that. I'm just saying it's very well, interesting in a all, housewife franchise who are always like, first class. But this Trixie motel, it was a motel. I know it's sure. tiki, but. But it's also, I think there's like the the liver that's Trixie Mattel that it's doing. Uh, maybe, it. maybe. Maybe there's a crossover on that. And the restaurant was really top line that they went to. Yeah. Not Trixie anything there. <laughs> but even, I mean, even Mary calling the Trixie Motel being, who is Trixie? What is a Trixie? Like, do you have Don Perry on 2003? <laughs> and I'm like, why 2003? <laughs> and then at that point too, her son is in the room with her. Ask him if he's married. <laughs> <laughs> that's true like you don't she's, know she doesn't have time yet she, she you know she's a socialite she's always out right definitely not a loner she's she's always... her husband was in Vegas for six months right yeah there's a whole backstory on Mary and the church that her and her husband grandpa run and I think that's also why they paired Monica and Mary because Monica's a brother-in-law fucker and Mary's oh. a grandpa fucker I'm sorry for the R rating there this is a PG-13 Courtney, I think you get like 10 F words I think you get like 10 F words oh in a movie my gosh. oh god you guys, as if she's like, she clearly never listens to this podcast, you guys. Earmuffs, <laughs> <laughs> earmuffs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what else happened? Oh, let's talk about Monica, right? So we've got her family dynamic. Need to know more about this baby company because it looked oh, yeah. like she had she had just some like cut up felt cloth <laughs> that she was rolling up with like a dollar store ribbon. I know. And what are the prices on those? And then a daughter was supposed to be helping and always help, but didn't know how to do it. But also she like <laughs> pays the neighbor's kids. And like her whole thing is that she's poor, right? <laughs> she's like, I went to the Louis Vuitton store and bought a purse. <laughs> and here, 
here's my thing. That was the purse you bought from the store. <laughs> a white leather, like uh, not leather, like plastic. Fluff. Like wasn't it no, fluffy? that was Angie K's. That oh. was a Fendi. Only seven made. <laughs> um, no, she had a white, like pl- it wasn't plasticky. I can't think of what the the shellac is on it. And you know, she kept being like, "Zanny's in the Louis." Like, look at my Louis, you know. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, I would have gone with a classic. Yeah, I would have gone with an OG. But then also, she's complaining, and she drives a Range Rover. And like she, she clearly probably has, rents it, or leases it for the show. Well, right. I think she's doing things because I'm like, you also have had like a lot of work done to your face. Like you could just see like there's Botox fillers, lip stuff, you know. Like, so are we trying to be relatable? Or are we poor? Like it's just the story. The story's not storying for me personally. Yeah. Well, why do they pick her? She's not married. She's not I married to anyone famous. I think it's because. She's got a connection to Jen Shaw, who's the one in jail. Okay. Because if you recall, she was a witness in the sense of when the FBI was taking her down, whatever it was. And then, I mean, she's keeping it interesting, I will say. Like, I find her interesting. But I'm also like, I guess every cast needs, she's the Gina of the OC, which means nothing to you here. She's kind of like a Teddy Mellencamp, maybe. Uh, You know, they're well off-ish, but not compared to the rest of the cast. Gotcha. That's my thought. That's, I mean... It's, you know, it just, I can't, I can't get totally on board with Monica of who she is, but I enjoy the energy. I think she's, she's going to try to make her, her, um, herself be known. I think she's the one this season is going to stand out. Yeah. 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 She, she seems to want to ruffle feathers a little bit, right? She was feisty at that dinner. Yeah. Um, well, that's what she says she is, right? She said feisty, feisty, feisty. Um, okay. So let me see what else about this other, this episode. I thought it was interesting too, with Heather and her go shopping. One of the things that I really cracked up about one, Heather's got alcohol there. I'm just saying it's a shopping trip and it's not like we're, it's not like we're at Gucci and they're serving you champagne while you're going to make a big purchase, right? Look like we're at a thrift store. (laughs) Nothing wrong with a thrift store. Just that's it. And Heather's like, oh my God, Monica, this would be so cute on you. And pulls out like this green tube dress. And again, these are the things that stick with me. And Monica's like, oh my God, I love that. And then puts it back on the rack. <laughs> Something tells me Monica bought nothing from this store. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. But I did think that it, com- the conversation was interesting because obviously we find out about the brother-in-law. And then I, these are like the things that I weirdly like to learn about what it's like being a Mormon in a sense when she's talking about the garments and like when she was excommunicated, the first thing she went to do was like go to Victoria's Secret and buy like 30 thongs. And Heather's like, I didn't even have any of that underwear. I literally borrowed my daughter's. <laughs> like I was wearing bike shorts. And I just thought like those are like interesting tidbits when they show us like those types of things of like what life was like while they were, you know, within the church. Yeah, that is interesting. That's the first time I've seen that. Yeah. Um, okay, then we have when we get to Palm Springs and we're in the airport and Lisa loses her ring. That I agree with um with Monica. Yeah. Who said it was too much, like sixty thousand dollar ring, sixty thousand dollar ring. And I was thinking to myself, she said that she felt it being pulled off. So where did it go? I think it went down the toilet. You th- that's what your thoughts are. My thought was, if it's is either like stuck somewhere in like a shoe in her shoe, or it got stuck in her pants because she was wearing baggier pants, or it fell in the toilet and like it just went too deep that you couldn't see it, and mm. like maybe it was an automatic flush or something. It just went. Oh my gosh! But then people are also saying too, they're like, what if she did it for insurance fraud? 
Oh gosh, I can't imagine. I can't that. imagine our baby gorgeous doing that either. She would never. <laughs> she would never. But I also thought it was funny too. She's like, I know I was. Re- I know I was wearing it because I had this picture that I took of me on the plane, and I had like her hand with the <laughs> ring in it. I just love Lisa Barlow. But I also was like, to me, I'm like, if I had like, it's sixty thousand. So to me, again, and I'm gonna defend Lisa regardless because I love Lisa so much. But like. If I have a $60,000 ring, I don't care whether it's $60,000 or it's $100 and she's saying it's sentimental. It's from her husband, whatever. I know she has three left, three (laughs) of the four left. But I feel like it's like, Monica be like, I'm poor. So like it was offensive to me is like, Monica, but that's just like where you are in life. Like when you, I'm sure when you were like with your husband and he was paying for everything, you may have had a different outlook. So like, that's just like Lisa's situation. And we're still in the same day that this happened. Yeah. We're not in the third day here. We're in the second week of us watching this, but we're still in the same day of her losing $60,000. Yeah, but wait a minute. (laughs) I I am going to, um, I am actually going to side with Monica on this. Okay. Because if that was sentimental, Uh and if it cost $60,000, she's in a income bracket that, you know, obviously $60,000 is acceptable to have a ring, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like... One of four. Some, yeah. hmm? One of four. One, One of four, staff. yeah. Yep. So it's $60,000 really shouldn't be a big deal because, she, yeah, she has a lot of jewelry. It should be, oh my gosh, I just lost this ring my husband gave me. Oh, it was so unbelievable that night. Oh my God. And then she could have said, it, and it was, you know, it has a high value to it too, I better call the insurance company or call my my but that's husband. Not Lisa. But you know that's that's kind of what people say when they care about you know the the sentimental aspect of it. They don't start saying sixty thousand, sixty thousand. It's like okay, and then, <laughs> and then in in um, one of the interviews, it was actually fifty eight thousand. Oh, you caught that! <laughs> you caught that! I was yeah. Like, oh, okay. And why did she know exactly how much that cost? Well, too? at that point. Those talking heads are taped months later. So I think at that point, she probably got it value. I mean, she was calling her jeweler in the Sprinter van. Yeah. Um, Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about uh, episode three, too. Okay, so coming back from that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. So like this, you know, that's the main thing that happened in episode two. Episode three starts, two ends, and we start with the group arriving because Lisa, you know, they've been late. 
because Lisa's ring was lost and blah, blah, blah. Like, all this, too, is, like, what's kind of funny is when you watch, when you know, like, the areas that they go to and then you watch. First off, the Sprinter van is, like, the eighth housewife on this show. Every The Sprinter <laughs> van in Real Housewives of Salt Lake City plays a pivotal point in every single season. Really? Every single season, there's something that happens with a Sprinter van. Like, literally, the FBI came and they thought that they were strippers because one was getting arrested on camera and she had to leave. <laughs> like, the whole thing, Sprinter van. So it's like... But this, the Palm Springs airport to, like, the Palm Springs drag is, like, what? Max 10 minutes? Yeah, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, like, yeah, all these things are yeah. like, oh, God, it's been, like, so far. But we're like, <laughs> guys, we're, we're 10, 15 minutes. Like, the Trixie Motel from where you're going to, like, these shops. Like, everything is max yeah, 10 close, minutes. Like, it's close. all, you know, Palm Springs is, like, Palm Springs specific is built really on, like, one street that's split two ways. You know, like... So you've got everything is kind of right there. So it always just does make me laugh when I see them. Like, oh God, we've got to go so far. I'm like, you're off of Palm Canyon Road. <laughs> you know. Um, okay, so they they all come, you know, the girls come out, like Angie and Whitney, and they're like, hello. And everyone's just like, oh. except for Lisa's like, oh my God, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. What if you were Angie, should she have done in that moment? I would and say, hey, I hope you don't mind. I came. I heard about it. I just wanted to be part of it. This is so exciting. She should have, like, eaten crow in a sense, yeah. right? And just been humble so that yeah. Meredith looks like the bad person. Yeah. Right? Like, her not even Well, saying- not even that. Not to throw Meredith under the bus. Yeah. But, but Meredith was the bad person. Like, she shouldn't have done that. Right. Like, you should have just said, like, oh, I just wanted to be part of this group activity. Like, I hope, you know... And then it's just like the tension is there and you're watching. It's like Meredith giving gift bags to everyone but Angie. And instead of Angie again being like, I understand I don't get one because, you know, yeah. I dropped it. And she's like, just keep walking. I'm sure it's dumb shit from all the other places who want to offer you free merch. You know, it's like, <laughs> like, you know, you want that shirt. And I wonder, did they come like a day ahead of time? Because how many flights are coming from Salt Lake City to Palm Springs. And they said, too, they've been traveling since, like, 6 a.m. So they definitely had to show up. That You're totally right. They were there the night before. Yeah, huh? yeah. Maybe not at the Trixie Motel, a different hotel, but they definitely... You're so right. Yeah. That's why I'm like, hmm. What, should we look up the Southwest? <laughs> well, we don't know that. She, the first group came Southwest. That is... You're right. Let's so see. So they could have done... Let's see. SLC. They could have gone into... Los Angeles and then come out, but there's not that many flights, I'm sure, from Salt Lake City to Palm Springs. Very true. It looks like, I mean, it looks like Delta's kind of the one. I guess Southwest must, but, oh, Southwest doesn't usually show up on Google Flights as I'm trying to Google mm. it. Um, you're totally right. Yeah, they definitely so. came, because they were like in full glam. They were at that pool during yeah. the hot hours, yeah. that 10 to 2, you know, and it's only what, maybe like two hour flight from Salt Lake to Palm Springs? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Look at you. I love that. I love that. Um, But yeah, I think it's like Angie played this wrong. Whitney is, I think Whitney's, you know, when we get to, I know we'll talk about the dinner, but even when Heather says like, Whitney, this is your fault. And you know that Whitney is like, come on, the producers told me I had to bring Angie. (laughs) Like she's my friend, but I had to bring her. Um, And then also, you know, they said when Mary called and asked about the food there and they said what? You have pizza, shareable pizzas and cheese plates. Yeah. But then those they the the staff brought out plates, and it looked yeah Greek. It looked really, it good. looked Greek for Angie. <laughs> I think I saw you know some olives and a pita bread for her. So I thought that, and every every time that they dined, the food always looked good. I, I like, know oh, that's pretty good. I know, like literally, like write down Copley's. We're going there. Okay, okay. I'm like I'm going to dress you. I get to pick your outfit. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so then I'm laughing too because they all go, you know, the food comes out. Angie, Angie K and Whitney are going to go get food and then Mary comes out. And Angie's like, come on, Mary, come sit next to us. And Mary just says, I'm not coming over there. Please stop talking to me like that. I don't like it. And then just sits near them. I was like, why'd you do this? I know. It's so Mary, weird. A, an alien. It's so weird. And also, I joke that she's the queen of flatulence. Like, she's always letting you know that something <laughs> smells like a fart. Or somebody's <laughs> farted. Or if it comes out one end, it's going to be bad. Like, things like that. It's like, Mary, we got it. You know, there's something off with her. Well, yeah. Very. Yeah. Very. She's definitely. Um, okay. So then... <laughs> So then, you know, Angie and start she's starting things with Meredith and Monica is saying like knock it off. Like she's like there she goes getting sassy with the hostess and then, you know, they talk about it in the room and Monica comes up and is like I'm telling you this as a friend. Is Monica right or wrong because Angie's saying I brought you into this group, Monica. Well, I think I I, I think just as to back up what I said before, I think Monica's going to say, "Hey, I'm I'm, you might have brought me in this group, but I'm here now. Yeah. And I'm going to be a star. Yeah. And I think Angie K also might be getting a little bit mad, more mad, too, that Monica's kind of gelling in easier with the group than Angie is. Yeah, maybe. Where Angie maybe. has a few enemies right now. And she's like, but but Monica had sex with her brother-in-law. Does that not count for anything? Like, hello? Like, I'm just Greek. I'm just Greek. Like, let me in. There's something going on. Like there's, I like the, I like when you can try to figure out what the internal battles are that they're not allowed to say on camera. Like I brought you into this group. So you owe me, like you owe me. Right. And she's like, no, I don't. I was, you were just the person that they asked to bring me in because of a Jen Shaw connection. That's it. I could have gone any which way, you know? Um, okay. So then the, the big thing that they're doing today is that they're going to go down to downtown Palm Springs, five minutes from where they are. And they're going to go shopping and they're going to pick outfits for each other to wear to dinner mm-hmm. because they're building trust again. So the person that you're, that you look like, but you're also against, you're going to, you know, pick them kind of thing and you're going to dress for them. So we've got Lisa and Meredith who are dressing each other. We've got Monica and Mary, we've got bad weather and we've got Angie and herself. <laughs> So the first group, which is Lisa, Meredith, Badweather, and Angie stop at a store. And as Mary so eloquently put it for Lisa, whoever picked out your outfit, they don't like you. <laughs> so Lisa's in a sheer long sleeve shirt, and she's got, a, as Heather said, a jingly jangly coin skirt. Thoughts on this outfit? Well, I asked, she looked very good in it. I yeah. mean, she has a nice body and she looked good in it. So maybe she was okay with it because she knows she rocked it. Was she okay with it? Because she started having a full panic attack in that Sprinter van. Like, I'm going to a five-star restaurant at Cary Grant's old house in this? Well, she probably didn't know what the rest of the evening was. What I don't understand She has a is, shopper in Milan, Mom. I, <laughs> true. Yeah. But I don't understand this. They were in bathing suits. Then they went to go shopping and then did they put these clothes on over their bathing suits because yes. the hotel was just really five minutes away they did not change that's what but i that, thought i was like what i was what? like so we went to the pool and then instead of saying okay let's change into an outfit to go shopping because meredith kept saying like palm springs is chill like they don't really care what you wear which is true but also i'm like mm, not really but like i would have loved a bra underwear <laughs> i would have liked one of monica's 30 thongs that she bought from victoria's secret when she got excommunicated like i'm sorry i don't want to be wearing like a bathing suit at dinner over these clothes yeah i just didn't get that and then i was trying to figure out because they're talking about how hot it is there and it's like when it's hot there let's say it's like 100 degrees like it's not like the desert 
is 50 degrees at night, right? It's still like 60, 70. Yeah. Like it's still warm. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you've got Lisa in that outfit. Then she's like nice. And she puts Meredith in a San Tropez light yellow, kind of almost like a little Grecian dress. Right. That's cute. And, and Meredith looks great. Except, yeah, she has that pink bathing suit on underneath it. And then you've got um, bad weather. So Whitney is then put, like they also are all basically minus, uh, um, Heather, I'm sorry, minus Meredith and maybe Lisa are like wearing fascinators or some sort of headpiece. Yeah. Mary's in a fedora. Heather's got cat mom and rhinestone <laughs> trucker hat. You know, Whitney's got this big uh, fascinator and then she's also wearing like a sheer lab coat. <laughs> it's like, okay. She was right on her descriptive. Yeah. And then Heather's in like a moto jacket, like, and leggings. I, the outfits I weren't making sense to me. Like Monica looked cute. Mary picked out, you know, like a black blazer dress with like rhinestones on it. And then Mary also picked out her own outfit basically, which was like a yellow leather jacket and some random fedora. And then you have Angie who picked out, because if you didn't know, a Grecian dress <laughs> for her Greek heritage. And like, I love to, when they're like, okay, Angie, come show us. And Heather literally goes, who? And they're like, Angie's like, oh my God, I forgot she was here. <laughs> catch a break she can't catch a break yeah that kind of i almost think like did the producers just make this whole thing up because i'm thinking too we know palm springs what stores were there at aunt there's like two random boutiques i feel like there's a couple of random boutiques but like in between a west elm and like yeah sephora yeah and the starbucks you know, there's that one Mary Jane's. I think it's Mary Jane's. I don't know. There's one there that this really cute place that you and I always walk into. And they have these shoes there that we always, oh, like, you know, exactly yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. But they so, don't have that. They don't have clothes like that. Those clothes, I think they were on Palm Canyon. Yeah. Where they were. Yeah. And they're just like, um, I wouldn't call them boutiques. It was almost like a consignment store. Oh, is that what you think it was? It could have been. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I just can't figure out like. But it was. I, I don't know either. Because it, it was a different array of clothing. Yeah. Yeah, because nobody looked like they were in similar vibes. Right. Right? Like, yeah. it just felt like there was a little bit of everything there. Um, so then we go, you know, we go to this dinner, and they start us ordering those espresso martinis. And we should have known at that point, nothing good ever happens after two <laughs> espresso martinis. But what I liked about the episode, too, is... You could see with the with the shots that they were taking and how they filmed it that those espresso martinis were actually being drank. Oh. Like they were going down. Oh yeah, they were definitely going down. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't really seen that. Like on Beverly Hills, you don't even see that. that yeah. Much. Oh, Beverly Hills is very calculated. Like they're like, you will see me drink once, and then if I'm getting tipsy, the cameras are gone. Right. Right. They you also made a good up. point about Salt Lake too, and like I always say, like Salt Lake is almost like a parody of Housewives because it's so wild. I mean, like this. The episode this week, I was like cackling through it. Like this dinner scene between like how drunk Heather was, Meredith and her like different accents that she was going through, <laughs> the fight, like watching everything happen. I mean, I was laughing hysterically at this. But <laughs> I think what you had said too about Salt Lake was something that you liked. And like Beverly Hills is your favorite. Like that's really the only franchise you watch. But you said Salt so, doing so many things. Yeah, yeah. Like Beverly Hills, they don't do that many things. No, no. These these girls were, were they're active. moving and grooving. Yeah. They're moving yeah. and they're grooving and they're doing a lot. They're yeah. showcasing a lot. <laughs> okay, so then this is why, like, I wanted to bring up the fact of like that. There's basically four OGs, five technically, with Mary being back and Angie then like having like a season as a friend of because Whitney says, "Let's get to know each other better." 
let's play a game where you tell us all, you know, a fun fact that we might not have been. It's like, you guys have been on this cast together for four plus years. Like, you know each other. So then the fun facts. (laughs) Meredith used to come to Palm Springs as a child to visit her grandparents. (laughs) Cute. Whitney likes to write poems. (laughs) Heather, she's into birds lately. She's really into birds. And then Mary chimes in and says, I used to have an African gray and she was strange. She wanted me to stare at her all the time. It was like I had a flying cat. (laughs) And then her fun fact was... I truly am a loner. I know you think I'm a socialite. I'm always out. Like Mary literally for a season, all of her scenes were in her bedroom, which was also her closet. So whatever. I mean, even the editors flashing back to all the time she was by herself, you know, Angie, you might think she's a badass. Nobody does, (laughs) but she's actually extremely sensitive. Lisa, she's naughty. She got her first second piercing this week. Lisa. And then Monica says what we're all thinking. You're all boring. I fucked my brother-in-law. <laughs> and I, Not funny, but... I love I, I love when Mary just goes, okay, cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Whitney's like, okay, well, that game was bad. Let's do warm and fuzzy, cold and prickly. <laughs> I'm like, this sounds like a bad game already. I'm like, if I'm at a dinner table and somebody asks me to play this... I'm leaving. <laughs> Venmo me the change, the charge that I have. I got to go. I cannot, because it's basically say one nice thing and then one thing you could work on. <laughs> yep. You want to play? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do every day in real life. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> As okay. a mother, I'm allowed to play that oh. to you. Oh, okay. But I can't do that. <laughs> no. Okay, fair, 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 fair. I'll just think it. Just kidding. Okay, so it's go to your right and say something warm and fuzzy and cold and prickly. So Heather to Angie, she starts. Warm and fuzzy. The old Titans, because they're high school friends. Um, the cold and prickly. I don't trust you. I'm not sure how one works on that for themselves, but okay. And then everyone's like, wait, what? Why? Why don't you trust her? Like, what's going on? And instead of her being like, you called me a lesbian last season and put that out there that that's how I got a black eye. She said, basically, you should have latched on to me and not everybody else since it didn't work out for you. And that's why I don't trust you because I've known you the longest and you should be obsessed with me. <laughs> I think that was after a couple of drinks. How many? <laughs> How many espresso martinis at that point? And then this is always Heather too, where she's like, I don't have to tell you facts. I'm just, this is what I'm thinking. It's like, well, usually you should back up your opinions with facts. Like, I don't trust you because here are the facts of why I don't trust you. I'm not on trial for that. That's not part of the game. Yeah, not part of the game. <laughs> All right. And then we go uh, Meredith to Whitney. So her warm and fuzzy is, your intentions are genuinely very positive, which is also foreshadowing because I think we see in the sprinter band that's not necessarily <laughs> the case. But then when she says her cold and prickly, Whitney interrupts. Is it because I invited Angie? And I'm like, oh, okay. This is where we're trying to start things up, right? She's like, actually, it's just that you need to work on your communication to be clear. And then she's like, oh, well, I am in therapy for that. It's like, okay, great. (laughs) Um, And then Mary's like, actually, that's not what you said about Angie earlier, Meredith. And Meredith's like, I don't want to get into this right now because they're all drinking. I mean, at this point, too, I think many of them are many espresso martinis deep, you know. And so um, she's like, I just don't understand why she came. I find it odd. So then Monica's like, okay, well, why don't I do Lisa, you know, like. 
Lisa, I love that you basically showed up in a thong for dinner. Um, you're but fun. yeah, and you're fun. But also, I think you're annoying, and you need to be aware that um, you're like out of touch. And Lisa kept be like noted, and then the editors. I mean, this is why like the editors deserve an Emmy. Ring mention counter. We get to see every time she mentions her 60K ring. Seven times. <laughs> now, one of my favorite things is that Lisa today tweeted. And God bless Lisa Barlow because she tweeted. I hope everyone is having an amazing day. With exclusion to the fuckers who think I overreacted to losing my ring less than eight hours prior to that amazing dinner at Cary Grant's estate. Heart emoji. <laughs> and that's why she's a star. That's why she's a star. So then Angie's like, so I need more attention. I'm going to give a toast. At my house, what we do is a word of the day in Greek. And she gives, and she said, and the word that I have really feels all encompassing to this evening and the trip. And mom, what was the word? Fake. Fake. And then, and then it gets into it, Angie and Meredith and Meredith's accents. I mean... (laughs) I can't even do it justice because she just went wild. So Mary is telling Angie Kay, you publicly said that you don't want to be friends with me. Even Monica's saying, where's the receipts? Let's see the receipts. We're waiting for receipts. There's no receipts, you know? And uh, Angie's like, why is it taking so long for you to bring this to attention? And she's like, I'm just not interested. Meredith, I'm just not interested in you. And Heather's, Heather is all of us watching this, having a few drinks, giggling, like hiding an eye, trying to like watch. Like she's turning her hat the other way. She's like, yo, like this is great. Like she's like, she cannot hold back how funny this whole thing is. Cause she's like, what is happening? You know? And then, and then Meredith's just like, you can leave. You can go. Why do you want to be here? You're a user and you don't even want to start with me, sweetie pie. <laughs> you could go. Go. And then Angie's insulting her business and she's just trying to like get that, you know, and she's like, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> okay, so then at this point, Meredith is two sheets to the wind and she's going up to the where She's saying, security. <laughs> Can we please get security over security? She goes up to the waiter and says, she needs to leave. Give me your security impression. No. Just security. 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 <laughs> like, the, honestly, the accents that she had were insane. And I love that Heather, who's like, I'm five espresso martinis deep. And I can tell you. That that he will get you a bread refill and a water <laughs> refill. He's not kicking Angie K out of here. And then she's like, "If you all think she's your friend, you stay with her. You are nobody's friend. You are an ugly human being." <laughs> and then she starts breaking down. And Mary's like, "Try to keep it together." And she's like, there are things going on that are a lot fucking deeper than this nonsense. There are children who are going to be disabled for the rest of their <laughs> lives. What? And everyone's like, what? What? Mary's like, I think Mary Meredith shouldn't have drank the last drink. <laughs> Meredith stalks off. Lisa's the one who's going after her, who they've just made up. And Heather, yeah, points to Whitney and says, it's all your fault. And then says, Meredith left with an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> and then clearly 
something bigger is going on in Meredith's <laughs> life because she's just like, there's a lot going on. You know, yeah, she's like, too aggressive and mean. She's like, she did come in hot. <laughs> we all do act like high schoolers. It's been a hard couple of years. And she's like, if I want to go to the jugular, I will. The rumors, the nastiness about her, you know. Wait, you want me to go there with the husband? I can go there. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Tell her to fuck off. Would you like to do your version of it? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing it justice, but it's like, the rumors. <laughs> it's very Dorinda, Andy Samberg, and show. Just like, we're on a different level over here. And then Lisa says, she goes, Meredith does kind of have a pattern. <laughs> you know, she doesn't want you around. She's got information on you. And she's like, and I think the real victim is Angie. Because it happened to me. Because the thing about Lisa Barlow, she's such a queen because she can always relate everything back to her. Mm. <laughs> so then they come back to the table. And Angie's like, Angie, I think they probably said, Angie, you're not going to win this one. What are you doing? You're on her trip and you're taking her down with your Greek word of the day for fake. It's like, it's very much, I know you didn't watch, but it's like, you know, I think she thought she was going to have a moment where she said, and the word of the day is fake. (laughs) And the table was going to be like, (gasps) you know, and it's very Aviva, like throwing, there used to be a New York housewife who had, um, she had an amputated leg, so she had a fake leg. And so one of the seasons, she ended the season and she said, the only thing fake about me is this. And threw her leg across the restaurant. And all the housewives were like, (laughs) like it did not go the way she thinks. I think she thought it was going to go. And it's very much, that was one of these things for Angie where she said, well, I read the room wrong on that one. (laughs) And then, you know, so then it's like, okay, so then, you know, Angie, let's both take a deep breath. I was very hurt. I might not have approached you in the right way. You know, Meredith is crying at the table. You know, this isn't how Angie wanted to go. Lisa finds, can we just put a fork in it and be done? And they're like, okay. And Heather's like, can someone basically carry me at the Sprinter van? <laughs> Heather's having a tough time here. She's had a lot of espresso martinis, and she gets in, she goes, don't let me get another black eye. This is the Heather I think is hilarious. And again, I this, thought she was funny. She, right? And also, <laughs> she's she really in the funny. outfit that she's into with like this bedazzled trucker hat and like moto jacket. And she's just like, she's like, She's got, I joke with Mary, like when Mary's had like maybe one too many, one eye goes closed (laughs) because she's got to focus with the one eye, you know, and that was like where Heather was at this point, you know, where she's like, "Mm -hmm, okay, I can see where I'm going kind of thing. (laughs) Then we're again, the sprinter van, the eighth housewife here is like Monica's like, you know, consoling Meredith who's having a full breakdown. And Whitney's like, I'm going to take this moment to capitalize and say, just how convenient it is that Meredith's having a full breakdown because something extraneous is happening to her. I thought it was a good monologue, actually. <laughs> you did? Tell yeah. me more. Why? I thought it was good. She was saying, like, that's, I thought she was funny as can be. Did it feel like not right place, right time? No. But that's what a housewife show is, it? <laughs> right? Like, if she didn't bring, if she brought this up off camera, we'd be pissed. What the, where was Andy in a camera? <laughs> But then, so then it's like, I mean, the list of things that she gave to, like, this is, you know, Meredith, there's always something, right? Her best friend's cousin's dog died. <laughs> the Amazon package arrived damaged. The milkman retired. The dinner was served cold two weeks ago, and it was intentional. <laughs> the rumors are true. Okay. So then, you know, they get there. People are, like, getting out. And Mary just looks at Whitney like, why? Why did you have to do that? Meredith's fragile. Whitney's like, 
I'm standing up for myself now, okay? <laughs> I'm not sure how she's standing up for herself because this didn't affect her in any way. But, you know, everyone's got to get their moment. That's true. Mm -hmm. And she's like, grow up. You deny everything you do. You didn't have to say anything to her. Own who you are. Stop being the facade. Who is Whitney? And, you know, Whitney's on a healing journey. I'm on a healing journey. (laughs) And that's who I'm trying to find. Who is Whitney? (laughs) Who is Whitney? She doesn't like bathtubs. (laughs) Right, Meredith? (laughs) And And then when Mary's like... You called me pornography. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? She's like, I never said you did porn. She's like, I didn't say that. And she goes, Heather, Heather, who's trying not to vomit, <laughs> bent over, is like incapacitated. Heather, what did Whitney call me? Wakes up from the dead and is like, predator! And then goes back down. <laughs> she found the wherewithal to strengthen and grab the energy and say, predator! <laughs> Heather okay they're like no she's not look at her she's got that she's got that jacket zipped down that girl's sweating bullets like she's got toxins coming out of her left and right espresso is like coming out of each hole of her like she doesn't know what to do they're like she's like just close the door of the sprinter van you can tell the sprinter van ladies like i don't want to <laughs> I know. you guys like i don't have a cleaning fee on this like i can't clean vomit <laughs> and we then are the door flies open with Whitney goes, sympathy throw up, I can't do it. <laughs> and we see Heather oh, throwing sad. up. Was not... she peeing? I don't know. It was sad. I <laughs> thought that, that she just is missing the bag. It could be that was it. I mean, we didn't even address it on Watch What Happens Live. There was no, like, there's been no addressing if it was puke and pee. <laughs> but for her sake, it doesn't matter either way. She did it. She was sick. She was sick. Like, I, yeah, espresso martinis are never, you know, Durand always says, martinis are like boobs. Two is good, three is too many. And Heather had five. (laughs) And not only that, she had espresso martinis, so she could be up. (laughs) Have you ever had, like, multiple espresso martinis? I've never had an espresso martini Uh, Oh, God, they're they're fantastic. But the problem is, is that they're delicious. Like, you can't taste the alcohol. It tastes just like a delicious coffee drink. So then all of a sudden you're like, why is it 3 a.m.? And I'm wide awake. (laughs) Did I meet the forest? I'm like, oh, it's the, like, like I'll call like a friend and be like, hi, are you still awake too? Like, why are we awake? Oh, was it the four espresso martinis? (laughs) So we just had four shots of of espresso at 10 p.m. And we're like, can't figure out why we're awake. (laughs) It's so funny. Why are we awake? You know, oh, crazy, crazy. Um, anything else about Salt Lake? Are you going to, now that you're three episodes in, are you going to keep going? I think so. I think, I think where, so. Why don't we like do some rankings? Like how, who's your, who ended up being your favorite out of this group after the end of three episodes? Um, I like Lisa. Okay. Into the mic, please. I like Lisa <laughs> and I thought that. How about like, yeah, we could do like superlatives. Like who's like the biggest, like the most dramatic? Oh, Angie. Angie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we do like, okay, give me one word for each of them after the fact. So Angie, dramatic. Uh-huh. Meredith? Um, linebacker. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, Heather. Heather 
Uh, funny. She was funny. Whitney? Whitney, I'd say she's cute. Cute. Okay. Yeah, I thought she was cute. Monica? You can hyphenate Monica. brother-in-law fucker. Um, you, can, you can hyphenate. I don't want to say. B-I-L fucker? <laughs> I was going to say. Ho. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love to when, when Lisa's like at the dinner table, she's like, do you like a nay hose? And Whitney goes, I like any hose. <laughs> I thought outside of that, that brother-in-law thing, I would have liked Monica. I would yeah. have loved Monica. I thought she, she spoke well. There's a lot of good things about Monica. She's self-deprecating in a way. And she said something too, like in the second episode where she says, if you throw everything out on the table yourself, then nobody can like bring up a secret for you, right? Or like throw yeah. it out there. So she's like putting it out there. It's just a lot. Now I'm curious too, because we also learned too that like she doesn't know who her dad is, right? All she knows is that her dad had a boyfriend. He's gay. He moved to Florida. That's it. Yeah. She doesn't know what he looks like. She doesn't know his name. I'm like, 23 and me. Yeah. Well, I guess she doesn't want to know. Yeah, maybe she doesn't want. Like, is he dead or alive? I'm like, you wouldn't want to know anything. Well, I know. I wouldn't I would, would Yeah. Yeah, like curiosity killed the cat kind of thing. Like, I, I need to know at some point. But I also thought, too, I'm like, actually, what I do like really like about Monica is it's like kind of almost like Kardashian-like in the sense that it's like a family of all women. Like, she has four daughters, her mom, her nana. Like, they're all in the same area. So it's like very, like, female f- power there. Yeah. So yeah. I could also see where she's like, we don't need to know the men. Like, we've got each other. Yeah, that can backfire on you, too. Yeah, but I just, I think I like the fact that, like, that she's, like, content where her life is on this, in this situation, too. But I'm like, you think we'll meet the ex, twice ex-husband? I don't know, maybe. Does she still talk to the brother-in-law? Is the brother-in-law still married to the husband's sister? I'm sure we're going to hear that storyline. Okay. She's putting it out there. Um, Sorry, let's go back to the words. Mary. Ugh. Witch. <laughs> um, okay, we did Lisa, Lisa Mary, Meredith, Whitney, Whitney, Heather, Angie, Monica. Did we get them all? I, I feel like I'm did. missing somebody. No, we did Monica. We did Angie. Yeah. Meredith, the linebacker. <laughs> Heather. Funny. Yep. Lisa, rich. Yeah, there you go. And Mary, witch. Okay, and my last question, Whitney. my last question for you is in episode one, we fast forward, we start the episode off that we're fast forward to May of this year and Heather is on the phone and she asks the cameras to leave. Oh, yeah. What do you think, do you think it is about somebody on the cast? And if so, what do you think it is about? I think it's definitely someone about on the cast. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have enough information to to even guess. I'm sure you've got your insights. What are your insights? Is more important. As the weeks go on, I'm leaning towards something about Monica. And she's either finding something out that Monica is connected to something with Jen Shaw, which is the one that got arrested, or there's something because both Heather and Lisa, who we see in those beginning scenes, don't follow Monica on Instagram right now. And who you follow on Instagram is everything, my dear. <laughs> that is how you know there's feuds going on. Gotcha. So I think that there's something going on with Monica. Gotcha. I'm, I mean, I'm going to watch what happens. <laughs> Me well, too. Yes. Well, mom, thank you so, so much. I know I talked a lot because that's always what I do here. But No, I think you, you did a great job. Oh, and thank, thanks for having oh me. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being back. I can't wait to see, like, I, whether you get to, like, whether we have to, um, time in your busy schedule when you're not playing pickleball to um jump on the pod i would love to you know weekly you can send me a voice note 
else you can I let me know what goes on and what your thoughts are. We can watch. You can come up and we'll watch these episodes together again. I would. I had so much fun just like take, taking you on a new franchise journey, <laughs> and I'm so glad that you were into it. I'll be there. And again, Mary. Yes, congrats, Mary. We're so happy for you. And cannot wait to hear all the details and everything next week. Until then, thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.